0: Hi, this is Evie. And this is Chantel. And, and this, this is married, married to PTSD. PTSD. Did you forget uh, what you were doing? No, but I was looking at myself. I'm sorry, we're Zooming and I can see myself. Well, oh my gosh,
1: minimize your picture of yourself.
0: <laughs> so I'm looking and I got, I was just.
1: I mean, you're a pretty lady, but I mean.
0: No, my nose, I mean, it's this Zoom thing in the lighting, oh it's my. making it look so weird.
1: Exit out of your
0: zoom. I'm going to have to anyways because I'm reading. Okay. Hello people. We're back. Uh season 3. We're making this happen through Zoom. So hopefully you can hear Chantel. I've got it turned up. So sometimes she'll be loud and sometimes she won't. Um And I am sitting in my car at my son's
1: basketball game or uh scrimmage.
0: Yeah, and I have 30 minutes to get this in because I promised my child <laughs> we'd be watching Rudolph on TV.
1: So, oh. oh hey, did you see that? There's a new movie. It's on. Do you have Apple TV? Yeah, or Apple, the Apple, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, so, and it's is it supposed spirited? To be hilarious. What?
0: Spirited? Oh yeah, spirited. Yeah, I and mean, we want to see that, but not tonight because it, it's
1: it is hilarious.
0: Oh Rudolph night. Okay. All right, Hi. we're jumping right into this because we've got two lengthy one. Well, it's somewhat lengthy. Okay. I can't see myself anymore, so I won't be distracted. <laughs> All right, Can this one, we i can't see you either until I flip back oh, over.
1: Whatever. Okay.
0: All right, so this one's from—we're gonna call her Gilmore Girl. So Gilmore Gore, and I—I I do like this one because I saw my name in it. Um, it oh, says, God. "Hi, lovely ladies. I—I uh, I just yesterday came across your podcast. I literally cried on the first listen. Evie, uh-huh. I feel like you and I are basically living the same life. Ha ha." Um. That, so she connected to me, Chantel.
1: Does that mean even your man voice? Is that the man voice episode
0: that it's, she connected with? probably the one I was talking like this.
1: <laughs> you did not sound bad.
0: Oh, I did. Okay. Like you, I am married. Um, my husband, after he got out of the Marine Corps, I am wife number two. He ha- We have two girls, an almost four-year-old and a four-month-old. With kids came all new issues. I hear you. You speak of the same triggers and the same things this house goes through on a daily. Like your husband, mine chose the non-medication route as well. He is very open and wise to his PTSD, so I give him a lot of credit. He has tried to educate, and she put that quotation marks, me, but as we know, it's not that simple. Ha ha. Yes. Oh, gosh. I know it isn't. Um... We live in California, so I don't have any friends who even relate to my life. I truly wish I did. Feeling like such a 1% is rough. Hubby doesn't even have anyone here he served with, so I don't have connections in any way. I personally have even written to the Wounded Warrior Project to tell them much more is needed to aid the spouse. They did get back with me, but it was in the form of a therapy. I have read so many books on PTSD and try to do my own homework, but it's not easy. Truly, I wanted to say thank you, in all caps, for realizing that what is needed is a community. Something to bring us together, no matter the state, because we all have a lot to share and learn from one another. Gilmore Girl. Um, Yes, so I am a huge advocate for the spouse. I don't think the VA gets it at all that... um... (laughs) we're, we're, we're the aftermath people. Like, yes, they served in the military. Yes. They had to do a job. I get it. I, and I'm proud of my husband for that as we all are, but then there's life after the military and they just the little thing that they do to say, Hey, we're not going to call you, you know, gunny so-and-so anymore. You're now just, just Bob. Like that's not enough. <laughs> um, and so now we're trying to live with, you know, soldiers or marines and man, there's just not a there's not a book and there's definitely not a pill, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um oh man, it gets tough. It's definitely tough for sure. I look I don't even have any like it just sucks. And it sucks even worse when you don't have anybody to relate to.
0: And I'm I'm hoping he does, but um, like my husband, his person that he was in the Marine Corps with, like it was his best friend, it still is to this day. They talk on a daily basis. He lives all the way in California. And um we're in Missouri, so that connection is still there, and they only get to see each other a couple once every so often in years. Like they just yeah. made a plan to see each other in February. So I think the connections are important. And so if, if he didn't have that, I think that's a good outlet for him. But also, he has really connected with a lot of veterans here. And that's an outlet. Don't get me wrong, he likes his regular civilian friends because he's got some really good ones of those. But um, just the a connection where people, I don't know, have gone through the same things, I think is is helpful. I'm not saying go run out and join the Marine Corps League, you know, with the older gentlemen, which you can, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but just like um, Army Buck Hunters, Marine Buck Hunters, that's an organization and he's found a lot of veterans that he has a lot in common with, with um, the show and hunting. So I think they have to find an
1: outlet. And Yeah, and, they have to find people for sure.
0: Yes. And I think that was important for the wives, like, I needed to find someone I can just talk to Chantel and be like, "Oh my gosh, it's you know, it's not great," and she. I don't have to go into a bunch of details. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Where I can't say yeah. that to Susie, <laughs> that I work sure. with, because she'd be like, "What? <laughs> Why are not you leaving? <laughs> right, right. What's happening? Yeah. So I, get that. I could. There's anything I could say is that we all need both sides: the veteran and the spouse need a connection, which is hopefully what this is doing. But um yeah, the VA wounded warrior, all of, they don't get it. They don't I don't think I I'm like I maybe I'm tooting my own horn here, but I don't think they get how important we are and that we need tools to help them and help our family stay a unit. Yeah. I don't know what those tools are. If somebody asks me like all right give me a give me your Best wish list and we'll make it happen. I don't know what that is at this moment in time. No, I don't know either. Because I could say, oh, we need a retreat. But sometimes that triggers everything because it's out of the routine. I mean, it's just.
1: Right, yeah. oh, you're, you're totally right in that.
0: I know. Oh, which, by the way, not to skip on Gilmore Girl, but I wanted an update from you because you said you were going to set an agenda.
1: Yep. Yep. I <laughs> um, Care oh, to here, share? Ask... Let me. Text you. All right. So I'm gonna um. Wait. Maybe I didn't. Did I take a picture of it? You Hold can't on. text me. Hold I can't. Th- I'm recording. I, I think he took a picture of it on his phone. But okay. So update is. So even after, um, I got so all right after the last podcast, I went home, and we pretty much got into it again about the same thing. And then I was like, I understand. Like, like I need you to just see it um but even that like because he was already heated and was being argumentative and all that jazz well then the next day I was like hey you should listen to our podcast on your way home from work (laughs) and so um then he was pissed because he thought the podcast was after our talk that night and I was like no that was literally before like when would I have seen Evie today (laughs) and so um I was like, that's that important. He's like, oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. That's about to be best. And I was like, no, I get it. <laughs> okay, so the what I needed from him was I need him to take the kids to school next week. Yeah. So he did change his um, – because Monday they don't have school. And so mm-hmm. he changed his hours on Tuesday and Friday, which are carpet cleaning days, to an hour later so mm-hmm. he can take them. And then on Wednesday and Thursday – um, he's supposed to cop and so that's seven AM to seven PM. So that's like all the hours I actually need him. Mm-hmm. So um on Wednesday he's taken a sick day and it works out really well because the boys both have ortho appointments. Okay. So he taking them to the orthodontist just, like so he'll come pick him up and then take him to the orthodontist and then um and then take them back to school and then I don't know what else he'll do because then and then he'll have to go back and pick them up at three forty five after school and then um practices basically wait in t- town well no there's no practices on Wednesday um because then Olivia has tutoring until 4:45. <laughs> and I'm like oh it sucks like I hate it like that's what I do um but anyways and then on Thursday he's gonna go into work an hour later so he can take the kids to school and then go into work and then um he will work his regular shift and then I'll just have Cassie um pick them up and do all, like, because, like, she's not going out of her way. She's, well, she is, but she's just getting, like, her kids at the same time as my kids type thing. Okay, so then does he feel good about it? Um, I think he's still irritated, which I get. Like, I mean, it would be so much easier if he wasn't at the police station. Yeah. But I am excited that he's, I mean, no, like, it's a lot on his plate already with already his life. And then... So me adding to it sucks. I get it. Um. So hopefully it'll just it'll hopefully it'll just be seamless.
0: Hopefully, like we don't need any. I tell all the kids they need to be washing their hands, using Germex. Nobody's getting sick on this wash.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! So, <laughs> oh no. Last Wednesday, Tyson started feeling sick, and then um he's just like I don't know, like his throat just wasn't amazing. Yeah. And then so he ended up going. So late, and it still got like progressively worse, and it sucks because it was youth hunting weekend. Mm -hmm. And so, gonna go hunting Friday, and this is like what my stepdad loves for. Um, he didn't get to go hunting on Saturday because he just did not feel good. He didn't feel good on Sunday, but um, he knew that, that my stepdad was really looking forward to it, yeah. So, he ended up getting his crap together and going but he did not want to but um but they still they didn't get anything so Mm. that stinks Gigi got her first Uh, year what Genevieve got her first year she did yes if you had Facebook and posted it I would have known that
0: (laughs) okay anyways moving on
1: yeah um okay so then um so anyway so I oh on Saturday I took him to the urgent care because I was like it's probably strep and so they did the test and it was negative, but she was like, oh, it looks like it though. So gave him the medicine, okay. but he stayed home today. So we'll see how he feels in the morning. Well, that stinks. I know. And then, so they're, what they're going to do is get all their sickness over this week when I have so much crap to do and be <laughs> completely hurt Josh. But actually Josh would actually love if they were homesick, because that means that he wouldn't have to take them places and do things. Oh my gosh. He would love it. I promise you. Like he would encourage the crap out of that. I don't think so. Okay. So um, I have, oh, I have another update. Yeah. So, you know, we're still doing all of our VA stuff, still a fight, all that jazz. Yeah. Well, today, because we're on appeal. So today we got a text message saying that we have an interview with the appeal guy on Friday. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like, and I would have assumed that it'd be like, oh, in three months from next Tuesday. You know what I mean? but it's like on Friday at 10, but I guess it's like the lawyer. Mm. So they'll call the lawyer and then they'll talk about everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've been through that. And oh my gosh, I'm just I'm just so glad we're at the next step. Yes, so this that's is what good. you want. Yeah. And then, um, so hopefully we'll have a better update next time. That'd be awesome. Um. Oh my gosh, another super cute thing. So today, i <laughs> yeah. um, at the doctor's office and... This, like, it was for, like, an x-ray for my neck, it's stupid, it's, like, the chiropractic thing. But this little old man, and I'm ups- I am have a weird obsession with old men. Yes, love she
0: does. She's very like, weird.
1: Love them. Well, so he's, like, this little old man, and he comes, like, walking in. And, like, more of, a, like, a hobble. And I saw his hat, and he's wearing a Tenth Mountain hat. And I was like, were you in Fort Drum, New York? And he was like, oh, no, honey. He goes, I was 10th Mountain before Fort Drum was a thing. Oh. And I was like, what? And he's like, it was, he was based in Colorado in uh, 19. Like 1930. Yes. Was in for like 20 years. And then, um, but he said, okay, so this is what doesn't make sense to me though, because he said he was born. In 1919. Okay. would make him 103? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even...
0: These are not conversations I have with people. I'm
1: not asking you. I'm telling you. Like, that's great. Cr- like, t- 2022 minus 1919, that would make him 103. How was... Oh, my God. And then... I told him, I'm also good at that. And he goes... Because, like, we were talking... Um, the whole time about like the army and stuff. And then he goes,
0: Oh, he was in the um, army. Yeah. I I'm, I'm so, Lady, I, my world is Marine. I don't know the sure. army lingo or places they stay.
1: So he goes, um, he goes, have a good life when I was walking out and I responded with like, you too. What the f-
0: <laughs> oh. I, you should be like, you too,
1: whippersnapper. You too. Like, who says that to somebody who's 103? Have
0: a good life. Oh, because he's had one. Right. All right, Ugh. I'm moving on. Uh, okay. This is back to Cam. Uh, yes. She has some Cam updates. Was,
1: if you remember, Cam was the one who messaged us. That's who our podcast was about last week. Mm-hmm. And then she responded to our cry for help.
0: Yes. Is this about parenting out of guilt or communication? Yes. I don't know which one it is. Let's find out. Okay, this is a cold read, so hopefully I don't read off names that I'm not supposed to don't read. It okay, says, Hi, Chantel. I listened to the hey, podcast hi. and Evie. I'm assuming she meant to put my name in there. I listened <laughs> to the podcast yesterday morning. I thought I would send you some things that would help me communicate with Jay. I've found that using these approaches results in us Actually having a conversation instead of him shutting down and getting frustrated. Okay, so bullet point here. Starting the conversation with I or me statements coming from my perspective, I feel like, or it makes me feel, etc. I found he is much less defensive or quick to turn blame on me when I start this way. Not saying it never happens, but it's not as often. Um, re- another one is reiterating the fact that we are a team and a unit and that the actions of one of us affect us both. Not sure if this plays into a military mindset, but he seems to react better when I remind him that we're on a team and dealing with PTSD together. After I explain to him how he his behavior affects me, he seems to be more receptive to talking about it. Yeah, I think that I do that as well. I think that does work as well. Asking him if he wants to talk about things he seems bothered or frustrated, listening to him vent and letting him know that it's okay to talk about how he's feeling. I try to listen without... Also trying to fix things, but I'm also bad at this sometimes. Yeah, I know. Just being the listener and not trying to fix the problem, that is, because that's what moms do. Um, Okay, asking him if he wants to talk about things when he seems, oh, I already showed that. Reminding him that I'm also not going anywhere, that I love him and that it'll be okay. This helps if he's feeling down about himself or it seems like he's blaming himself after we talk so he understands where I'm coming from and letting him know that I need him as much as he needs me. I had a tendency to just suck it up and deal with things when it got rough with his PTSD, but when I started being vulnerable and communicating to him how I needed to lean on him too sometimes, it seemed to give him a reason to be more self-aware about how his actions affect me. These are just things that have helped me. We went through some really rough patches until we were able to talk honestly and until I started feeling comfortable telling him when things affect me. As far as therapy, it seems like he wasn't getting very far by himself, so I took a note from, the, from your podcast and offered to go with him to a session for support. He was very open to this idea and even told me that he thought he'd be more comfortable having me there. We've only had one session together, but I plan to attend his other sessions too. This also makes me feel like we're addressing things as a team rather than just throwing him into it and see if it works. Um, sorry if that was a lot. I was just so excited to be able to talk about the aspects of our life with people who understand. I hope that you, Evie, there I am, and your yeah. families have a good Thanksgiving. And thanks again for all that you do to help others in our shoes. I think that's, okay. you've, she hit it. It's communicate. Okay, this is not parenting out of guilt. Uh, communication, definitely. And it's hard when your veteran is at a bad space. Communication yeah. is, is broken down big time.
1: Yeah, and here is, okay, so to piggyback off of this, this is, um, somebody posted this on our Facebook page. Okay. It says, can we talk about parenting out of guilt? My husband somewhat treated PTSD means he has hair trigger anger response. Oh, yeah, response when our kids are slow to do what we've asked them to do. To compensate, I feel like I have to be extra patient, give hugs, wipe tears, etc., and sets me up as a softie. I'm not, not really. I am the primary disciplinarian. Because other than spanking, he has no tools discipline in his tool belt. And God save these kids if I ever have a bad day on my own. Then they have no, no soft place to land in our home. I can't even stomach the thought of the damage done to them when I'm short tempered or as not soft with them as I usually am. Pile on the mom guilt. Anyways, just me. And then um, responses are 100% you are not alone. We are we are in the same exact boat and it's super frustrating because I feel like he is way too tough on them. Like the point where it stresses me out to leave them with him for too long. And I'm there too. Like that's kind of what I'm nervous about for next week. Mm-hmm. So that not getting the little breaks from them that I need for my mental health. And I always feel burned out. He completely doesn't get why I would even be hesitant to leave them with him and almost gets offended by it. He loves them to death and he's a good dad, but his fuse with everyone is so short. Yes. And then the first one responded to her and said, I'm glad to know it's not just me. I totally feel with you being stressed to leave them alone with him. It's not getting the mental health that break that I need. There's another layer too of him being annoyed that I'm out doing something alone other than taking care of the kids. And that's where we are as well, especially for next week, which Josh needs a vacation too. I get that. He 100% needs a break. Yeah. Um, but our break is different. Um, and then somebody else said, I totally understand it's hard. It's the same in our house and he tries to be firm and kind, but when it comes to safety and they get hurt, he just gets angry and is rude. So I literally will have to tell him to shut up or walk away. That's just one example, but I understand sometimes I feel alone, but I promise you're not, um, the stress, somebody else, the stress is undeniable. uh, wait, I'm like, yeah. they just say you have to shut up and walk
0: away. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you how much that flies in a Marine Corps house. Oh my
1: gosh. They, that would not work out.
0: No. Um, I'm like, wow. I'm, I'm happy that you're able to say that. And then that's done.
1: <laughs> in the red, right. Um, yeah. Um, so let me make sure I read that right though. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Um, the stress is undeniable. The higher standards that we must put on ourselves because we want to protect our kids. I find myself withdrawing from any life that isn't my family because of the stress, sending you love and support. It's just tough. Sometimes I feel it's hard lately. Um, this is another one, hundred percent, same boat over here. We got this. Um, the, there's only a couple more here too. I relate to each of you. So lonely. Glad I know I'm not alone in this struggle. Um, somebody else, Yes, same boat. My husband gets so angry so quickly, and I'm really the only one that does any parenting because yelling isn't parenting. I too don't feel comfortable with leaving our kids with him, so I don't ever get a break. We have four kids, and I'm working, and I'm a working mom too. He sees our kids as disrespectful all the time. We are constantly walking on eggshells, but he doesn't understand or see this. What do you do? And then um, the original poster said, "I wish I knew right there with you." Um, you're right. Yelling isn't parenting. Um, and so that's like, like sometimes like if my kids, like if they, like if, like say if my daughter backtalks me, Josh would be like, beat her ass. And I'm like, I don't, what, what, what? No, no, I'm not going to beat her ass. What does that accomplish? Like, I don't understand. And so like, and I was, I mean, I wasn't really spanked as much as my brother was as Mm -hmm. a kid. And, or as Josh, but I just don't understand how that helps. Like, so now her screaming louder is going to help what situation, <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Sometimes I think, um, cause trust me, I'm there with the parenting out of guilt and stuff, but maybe, um, I always I bring it up. I feel like my husband and I have worked very hard cause I've said this, I said, I'm parenting out of guilt. Like when you have a snippy day. I cannot have like the like the first one said you can't have a snippy day because you're the one that's got to be the mellow um you can't be the emotional roller coaster if that makes sense. Like I always feel like and I tell him that I'm like, "Hey, I don't get the privilege of just losing it or having to get to go up and down. I have to constantly like choose how I'm going to come at you or it's going to be world war 3." Same thing yeah. with, with, our, with our child. So I think that's helped a little. Like he understands that. I'm not saying we don't have our bad days, weeks. It's still there. But I maybe it helps me to be able to say it now. Like, hey, I'm parenting yeah. out of guilt. We need to come at this as a team. Because I, I don't want to a bratty child. Yeah, no. So honestly, maybe it is more yeah. of I'm just able, I have a voice now. Whereas before, yeah. I didn't because I was on eggshells. Right. I had zero I voice. And I had, like you, like the other person said, I didn't, I couldn't uh-huh. even get a break because I couldn't go out because it would disrupt our right. schedule or I'd have to cancel and it was embarrassing. And I think that some of us are in that season right now. I really do. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I, the way this PTSD cycles back, I could easily go back into that season. I don't know. Right. Um, but I do feel like I remember... Being there, not being able to go anywhere, having my child twenty four seven, not getting the break mentally, emotionally. So, ladies, if you're there, we've been there. I know I've been there. Sometimes I didn't even realize I was in it until I look back and I'm like, oh.
1: Yeah, I see that too. Um, I'm just excited. Like, I definitely need next week. I'm excited about it. I yay. Marisol's coming. So, oh, that's oh my right. gosh, it's just so exciting. Um, okay, so I have a couple shout outs before we end this. Okay. Um, our time is about to be over and I have to get in, back into basketball. Um, so, one shout out is we actually have a, um, a fellow Marine wife Yes. who has a book on Amazon. It's written by her and her husband, who what? is the Marine dealing with PTSD. Um, her name is Ashley Smar. I think I'm saying that right. S M A R. And the book is called The Story of the Magic Candy Cane. What? And on the back, it says Always Faithful with the Marine logo. So I actually don't order one because I got one coming for you and I. Did you? Um, I did. So um, those will be here when? Tuesday. On next Tuesday. So I'll be out of town. So you'll get it the next time. I'm so, wait, what? <laughs> you I'm it sooner? so excited. I know. So excited. I sent you I sent you the um, Facebook thing, or I sent you that Amazon link as well. So that way you can share it to other
0: people. Okay, ladies, um, if you're listening and you're, because you know we're going to be talking about this book. So get the book. Yes, I don't even know. It could be yes. f- wonderful.
1: Who knows? It might be crap, but guess what? We're, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna read it. We're gonna read it and we're gonna support. Yes. Our um. And another very exciting thing. So Nikki Knight, who is one of, she is actually the one that like made this Facebook page because she's like, stop doing whatever you're doing. It's not working. And so she took over, which I'm totally cool with. Wait, what? Um, so we're the admins. Okay. On the Facebook page. Because okay. I had it like as whatever it was, a community or whatever, and she put it as a group. Um. So anyways, she is in the news and, um, it says St. Cloud couple competing at world axe throwing what? Champion. What? <laughs> Dustin and Nikki Knight are the founders of the USA axe heading to the world axe throwing league. That is awesome. awesome. This weekend. So shout out to her. And I did, um, I know a lot of people had seen it and reacted to it I posted it on our page and shared it so that way she can see that and then I told Ashley that um we would give her a shout out for magic or the story of the magic candy cane
0: yeah I'm excited about both
1: yes and then we have this one faithful listener that says she literally like the next morning she's like new podcast I'm so glad you guys are back
0: okay so So, who wait who's the axe lady Ashley
1: no her name is Nikki Knight
0: Nikki Nikki okay so Good luck, Nikki, it. on your axe-throwing competition. We'll... So exciting. So the next time that... What?
1: We should do that. Like me, you, oh. and the hubs should do yeah. axe-throwing. They have one in Camenton. I've never done it. Have you?
0: No. I'm probably oh gosh, horrible.
1: No, it's fine because okay. that would be something that you're bad at, and
0: I would, see it. <laughs> I would like that. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say I was – maybe I just did, but I don't think I'd be bad at it. Anyways, <laughs> I think I could beat you. Um, well, we'll see. I know. Good, uh, Nikki. I hope that you do amazing. And I cannot wait to read this book.
1: Yes, I'm super excited. Oh, you know, one thing um, that has nothing to do with this, but I'm super excited about. um, Let me see if I can find it. We have two minutes. It's actually at your school tomorrow. Where is it? What? Um, There is... Oh, here we go. There is a guy coming to talk about um where the heck is it like about like the suicide
0: at my school
1: yeah he's gonna be in the library um I'll have to find it and I'll send it to you but I just I just love that schools are doing that like I love I love that it's an option and I don't know if it's about like to the kids I think it's just kind of like a parent information thing um I know some of the schools are all I'm not sure if like your school and the younger school are doing it. I know the junior high and the high school are they sent a thing saying, Well, if you wanted to opt your kid out of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so excited and I just think that it's just something that people need to talk about. You know, if it's if it's um
0: Unfortunately we lived through it quite a bit, so Yeah. Our family Yeah, knows. if it's
1: BA or not, you know.
0: Yeah yeah because all right yeah all right so please send in emails to married at ptsd at yahoo.com or the facebook page
1: and we will page is married to ptsd um we have 93 members holla (laughs) Holla listeners um all right well we will maybe i'll even podcast from florida all right maybe (laughs) all right i'll talk to you guys later it was good to finally get back on here and look at us doing it two weeks in a row
0: i know we're on a roll
1: we're we're basically really good at what we do all right so you come up with the name and all that jazz all right you put it out there i will all right bye bye guys